The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the second chapter. In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told to them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. Christmas in America is enchanting. From Irving Berlin's White Christmas to Will Ferrell's movie Elf are stories of promise and dreams fulfilled. The season is adorned with Christmas trees, lights, specially baked cookies and treats, family traditions, and presents. Christmas is poetic. For many in our country, Christmas is beyond explanation. Christmas twinkles like the lights and the bulbs that adorn our homes. Even for people who never go to church nor profess Jesus as their Savior, Christmas is a notable time creating a rhythm to life. The American culture's predominant Christmas message, however, is skewed from the narrative that everyone needs. The man who invented Christmas 
is a delightful story of Charles Dickens and what led him to write his famous story, A Christmas Carol. In the movie, we are led to an early part of Dickens' life when, as a boy, he was sent to a workhouse where he labored in poor conditions. One can then see this play out as Dickens uses Scrooge to lead a generation to think about what it means to be good and help those in poverty. Secularism's stories of Christmas tend to hinge on the law's demand to straighten us out, that we must change our course on earth and be good, or else we meet the grim reaper himself. We are left to climb out of our vices of our own volition, or else. We are humorously led to Elf. Buddy the Elf prepares to go find his real father in New York City, only to have Santa Claus inform him just before departure, Buddy, your dad is on the naughty list, eliciting a horrid gasp from Buddy the Elf. St. Luke's narrative of the birth of our Savior, however, tells the story of how the God of heaven and earth is the one who comes to turn things for good in the world. There is a deeper cosmological beauty. Heaven and earth converge. Much of the world sees life as constrained by economics and earthly predicaments. For most, there is no real otherworldly help. People feel trapped by the hand they've been dealt with in life, and 2020 is no exception. This often leads to despair and a feeling that there is no hope at all. The psalmist cries, For the enemy has pursued my soul, He has crushed my life to the ground. He has made me sit in darkness like those long dead. Like Dickens, many have a painful past that tortures us. And we all would be on the naughty list. The birth of our Savior paints a beautiful picture, however, of heaven's help. In a world that is filled with darkness, that is deep and entrapping, the sacred twist of the birth of our Savior paints a picture of hope. The Savior's birth demonstrates the love of God to reach his hand down, to cross our foreheads and touch our lives in the present. We muse on the holy narrative as we are led to see the Lord's attentiveness in a world of darkness. When Jesus comes to earth, he comes to ease the burdens which weigh on humanity. The Old Testament sacrifices had been in place for a very long time, and the sacramental system was messy business. But on Christmas night, The angels come to lowly shepherds and amongst the sheep for a reason. These shepherds and the sheep in their care were notable. 
the sheep just outside of Bethlehem were the sheep raised to be the sacrifices in the temple. Rustic shepherds who cared for these temple sacrifices were the recipients of heaven's hopeful descent. The sacrificial system would end. The word of promises fulfilled came to ordinary folk. Heaven's light shined on those shepherds and it caused them great fear. An angel appeared with the word, Do not fear. An angelic army proclaimed and sung, Peace on earth had come. This Savior child would be the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Refreshment and hope to all. He comes to take away our sins, our pain, our darkness, the troubles of this world, the troubles of the soul. For this light shall shine in our midst. And we are shown how Jesus is attentive to the far reaches of life. We see heaven's mercy for shepherds who are taught not to fear heaven's descent into their lives. In spite of themselves, the word of hope distills in their midst. The angels do not go to Caesar Augustus, nor to kings to declare the coming of the Savior. They do not go into Roman amphitheaters of society to get attention. But they go into the countryside, where the temple sacrifices quietly graze in a rich field of grain. Heaven converges into the normal areas of everyday life. Angels and archangels come into the daily concerns and toils of life to bring news of the babe in a manger. This kingly child rests humbly. He comes to do his work of saving in his poverty, becoming like us and taking on flesh to save those who need heaven's light to dispel the darkness of evil and despair. We are told that the shepherds were evangelized. They were gospeled in the Greek with the word. It was a word of great joy for all people. Our Savior comes quietly, born of a virgin, of little worldly significance. Jesus was not born in a king's palace, nor among important political dignitaries. St. Paul's hymn in Philippians is a confession of our Savior's humble love. But he made himself nothing, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. The world's darkness had to make way for divine light to shine and take its place in our midst. Even in a dark and humble manger, the peace on earth took his place for the life of the world, for shepherds, for you, and for me. He comes to heal, 
to forgive, to renew, and to breed a new hope. God incarnate shows the world a new way that those who cannot help themselves may experience heaven. And our Lord's coming has established a place for us here today where heaven and earth meet in the present. As you draw near to the Lord's table, this humble Savior stoops from heaven to kiss you with an army of angels standing by and singing. It is, to be sure, a holy sight where divine light makes its way into your life to give you joy and hope. Christmas is a time to find Christ's joy. We long for oneness and the restoration of all that is good, beautiful, and hopeful. Christmas has a majestic appeal. It is beyond explanation. But in a word, the Savior's love is revealed. Our peace on earth comes to refresh creation, bringing joy to the world. In the holy name of Jesus,